From Applied Client Network and the team behind Connections, this is Reapplied. I'm your host, Brian Langerman, CEO of Applied Client Network. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Reapplied, where Applied Client Network members share stories and tips for insurance professionals. Today, we're diving into all things analytics and how to use the information in your software to better your insurance business. I'm excited and joined today for this discussion by super user expert, Tommy Dyes of Bryant Insurance Agency in Texas. Tommy, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what Applied Client Network means to you? Absolutely, Brian. I appreciate uh, the very nice introduction. I've never considered myself a super user. I just kind of do what I do. Yeah, I've been uh, an applied user since I began in the insurance industry almost 20 years ago when I came to Bryant Insurance Agency. I've been in the accounting area before that, uh, finance degree. Uh, and like most of, of you listening out there, I did not get into the insurance industry on purpose. Um, it, it kind of drafted me and, and I've been here for almost 20 years now and really come to love it. Great. I'd like to ask you maybe just a couple quick questions for our listeners out there. What are the top two things you love about the insurance industry? You know, I've always been uh, uh, kind of a numbers guy, and obviously in insurance, there, there's all kinds of different numbers. Um, I do a lot of the uh, financial side in our business, the accounting side, but really when I got into insurance, what I discovered was insurance is really about relationships and people and helping people, and that's uh, uh, something I've always done my, my whole life. I, I, I enjoy people. Um, and I've always been one to jump in and try and try and help. So uh, really, that's that's kind of the, the the drive for me is just being able to help people out. No, that's a that's a great story, Tommy. I know many of us have been influenced in our professional careers by many people. Is there an individual or business leader out there through your career that has really inspired you, Tommy? Oh, gosh, there's there's uh, there's been lots of them. My, my dear friend, Denny Bryan, who owned this agency before me, he passed away a number of years ago, and then we bought the agency, his son and I. Denny was a, a wonderful friend, a terrific mentor, and just a wonderful, very, very knowledgeable man in insurance. And I've, I've learned so much from him. We hit it off early because we really approached business in the same way, and it was all about you know doing what's right and, and helping other people. And I think as far as in the industry, he's, he's been my, uh, the shining light for me that's kind of kept me on the path. Thank you for sharing that. So I know we've had the opportunity to work together with Applied Client Network, so I'd be remiss not to throw a question in there about ACN. Can you maybe just share for our listeners, um, you know, over the years, your experience, some of the, the benefits that you've gotten out of uh, the ACN community? Absolutely, Brian. Um, when I started here in this agency, I was the controller and did not know anything about Applied. We were on TAM at the time, and uh, somebody told me that we were members of this uh, group, this association, and that there were some people out there that could help answer questions, and they pointed me to the direction of the forums. It was actually called news groups then, and, and things have come a long way since then, but I got involved in the community and was able to ask uh, what I felt like were very 
silly beginner, stupid questions. And uh, the community was, was very responsive, very helpful, never treated me like a newbie or that I didn't know anything. And it, uh, it, it really, really helped me gain a, a foothold quickly. Um, and over the years, uh, being involved in the organization and serving on the board, uh, I've certainly made some, some very, very good friends, very good lifelong friends um, that, that I will forever cherish. Great. No, thank you. All right, Tommy, one last question before we get into more things analytics. Um, what's one thing you'd like to share with our listeners out there that might surprise them about you? Oh, goodness. Um, I live in Texas, I've lived in Texas my whole life. Um, and for any of you wondering out there, I don't ride horses. Uh, I cannot ride horses. They don't like me. They tend to throw me off. Um, and not everybody in Texas um, is the stereotypical uh, Texan with a ranch. Uh, we don't drive Cadillacs with horns on the front, although I have seen those. I do wear a cowboy hat occasionally, but not often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Thanks, Tommy. Would you like to maybe share a few scenarios with our listeners to kind of help kick off our discussion of analytics? Are you all set to show off your reporting prowess? <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Brian. You know, analytics, there's so much to it. It is such an incredibly powerful tool. If we were to try and talk about analytics in one podcast, I, I, there's absolutely no way you could get through it all, um, have people have any sort of an understanding. Today, I'd, I'd kind of like to just kind of dive into one small area, if that's all right. Oh, great. We'd love to hear more. What is that area, Tommy? Okay, when you, when you first open uh, analytics, um, along the, the top of the tab, uh, the top bar, there are uh, five different um, groupings of dashboards. Um, and so you've got you know, retention and sales, your book of business, tab for the carriers, tab for transactions. Uh, but the one I wanted to talk about was uh, the employee tab. Applied Analytics was originally a performance management tool so th this employee tab kind of goes back to the very beginning of when Applied started working with analytics. As you all know, there is so much data inside of your management system. And the reporting function in Epic is extremely powerful and extremely robust, but it's not the easiest thing in the world to work with. Uh, you've got to kind of learn how to make reports um, and you can get a lot of good things out of it. The wonderful thing about uh, analytics is it kind of does that for you, but it does it in a graphical and numerical format that makes it really, really easy to get the data at your fingertips very quickly. So if you're in analytics, uh, what you would do is you, you'd put your mouse over the employee tab and it's gonna give you a drop down menu. The first thing that's there is called data analysis. Um, that's a very important tab uh, for looking at uh, your clients and what information may be missing. So in this report, um, on the left side of your screen, it's going to give you a panel where you can select different metrics, uh, different key performance indicators. So you can run this report for year to date. You can run it for last month. You can run it for a custom date range. Uh, or you can do a trailing 12 months. 
Um, and you can look at, if you have multiple agencies, you can, you can look at one agency, you can look at all your agencies uh, or branches or profit centers, depending on how you have your uh, company organized. And then you can look at um, different types of business. So you can look at uh, commercial lines, personal lines, all of your lines, you can look at benefits and, and be able to have that information on what's missing in each of these areas. And you can also do it down to the employee level. So for a single employee or a group of employees. So what it looks at to begin with, it's gonna look at things like email, phone number, sick code, makes code. Um, and it's gonna give you a, a graphical representation. Let's say you wanna make sure that all of your account managers, when they set up an account, uh, make sure that they put the customer's email in there because you want to go back and you want to have email campaigns or you want to uh, be able to send invoices and statements uh, by email. Uh, so it's very important that that data is in there. So I'm looking at mine and it tells me that I have 29% of my accounts do not have an email in there. So I would look at that and be a little concerned on why my account managers are leaving emails out could be a training issue. Uh, maybe they're just skipping over that, or perhaps the client didn't want to give their email. You know, that happens. Uh, but with this, you can actually download uh, all of the information that comprises this dashboard uh, into a, a Excel workbook. Then you can sort that and see exactly which accounts don't have that uh, email field filled out. Then you can have that conversation with your uh, with your staff and see what's what's going on with those particular accounts. Uh, same thing for sick codes. Sick codes are something that we make mandatory in our agency. Uh, we do a lot of reporting on sick codes uh, to find out, uh, you know, better ways that we can uh, create programs with carriers uh, to know where where and what industries our business is in. Um, and so you can you can look at this dashboard um, uh, at a glance and tell exactly how many accounts that you have missing uh, information on. Below that screen uh, on the same page, it will tell you uh, which employees are missing information and it will put in your employee's name and it tells you how many accounts that they're missing emails on or phone numbers or sick code or NAICS code. Um, and so as a manager, you could look at this um, at a glance and see that somebody's got a large number of accounts that are missing some of that key information, uh, you can pick up the phone or uh, go see them right then and, and have that conversation uh, rather than having to create and run reports um, off of that. And then back up to the employee tab. Uh, the second item on there is employee productivity. So when you click on the employee productivity, um, again, on the left, you have a lot of key performance indicators uh, where you can uh, look at specific items. Uh, you can look at this by department, you can look at it by agency. Um, and again, the same, you can look at last month, year to date, trailing 12 months, um, all of that. But the employee productivity will tell you um, how many work efforts a particular uh, account manager or CSR has. Um, and it's important you understand what work efforts are. Uh, work efforts are any activity, 
task that has been opened or closed, activity and tasks um, and uh, activity notes that have been added. Um, so basically anytime they're touching an account, um, it gives you a work effort. So the dashboard shows you the employee's name. It's gonna show you their total work efforts, the number of clients those work efforts represent, and how many overdue activities they have. So just looking at my very top one here, uh, this person has 6,199 total work efforts. That's year to date, so that's since January uh, to today. They have 35 accounts that comprise that 6,199 work efforts. So that tells me uh, that they're having to touch these accounts quite a bit. So these are very busy accounts, very needy accounts. But the most important one, I think, is the overdue activity count. So she only has five overdue activities. Um, what you can do with this is you can highlight that activity, that uh, number five on there, and scroll to the bottom of the screen, and it will tell you exactly which clients that activity is overdue on, what the activity code is, and what that activity description is. So I can tell at a glance um, if she is really way behind or if these activities um, perhaps are something she's waiting on information. Uh, so this particular one is a, a pre-renewal letter that has gone out and they're waiting on information back from the client. So that one is about two days overdue. So really all she needs to do is to reach back out to that client and see um, you know, what information we're missing. Uh, let's see if we can get that. So it's, it's nothing major in this case. Uh, but if I had seen something that uh, uh, could, could bring a, a alarm or they're way behind, I could pick up the phone and call that, that uh, person or go see them and, and find out what the issue was and why they're, why they're so far behind. It's also a great way to be able to look at your uh, staff and, and you can kind of tell just looking at it, who's got a heavier workload than somebody else. Um, so if you need to redistribute uh, any work, um, move, move accounts around, or maybe have one of your staff who's at a time in the, uh, the renewal cycle where they don't have quite as many accounts, uh, maybe pull them off and have them help somebody who's overloaded. Uh, so it's, it's a great way to help keep your staff productive without getting overloaded and burned out. The last item on the employee tab, um, I really like this one and, and I, I, I use this one fairly frequently. Um, you should really, when you're using analytics, it's, it's a good practice to get in a regular schedule of, of going back and looking at some of these dashboards. I look at mine at least once a month, some of them uh, more frequently when I'm, when I'm needing information. Um, the employee summary tab, uh, again, has uh, pretty much the same key performance indicators on the left, so you can, you can customize this to uh, exactly what you're looking for. And for, for those listeners out there who are best practice agencies or desire to be best practice agencies, this particular screen is, is helpful. Um, it, it will show you uh, how your, your active revenue per employee is trend, trending or your active uh, uh, premium per employee is trending. 
So best practice, depending on your agency size, will tell you that you should have a certain uh, revenue volume per employee. So when I look at this, it gives me a, a bar graph by month uh, showing which uh, where we are in terms of revenue per employee. But you can set that revenue goal at any level you want. So if you're your benchmark for best practice um, is 125,000 uh, revenue per employee. You could set it at 125,000. If it's higher than that, you could set it, um, and it will it will show you graphically a line where that goal is. And then, depending on how how many numbers of employees you have, you're able to adjust that. Uh, I have 21 employees, so I plug that in, and it will show me if I'm uh, reaching the goal. Uh, if I'm not reaching it and, and how far away I am. So if you're trying to be a best practice agency or you just wanna keep an eye on, on where you are, uh, this is a, a real good go-to. And again, with best practice agencies, they'll, they'll give you uh, revenue per employee for a commercial lines and revenue per employee for personal lines, revenue, how much revenue a producer should be generating. And with the key performance indicators on the left side of this screen, uh, you, you can actually customize it for each of those. So you can look at your commercial line staff, uh, you can look at your personal line staff, and then you can look at your, uh, your production team um, and really figure all that out at, at a glance. Uh, the last thing on, on this screen says, what are your top employees based on policy counts? So it will rank graphically and numerically your employees based on how many new accounts written, how many renewed, and which gives you your book. So your new plus renewed is your, your total book. Um, and it will give you a graphical and numerical look at that, as well as how many that, that particular employee has lost. So if you've got an employee that regularly has a high number of uh, canceled or non-renewed accounts, uh, so accounts you've lost, that's a good opportunity to maybe dig in and find out, you know, is there something going on here? Are they not taking care of business? You know, what, what's causing them to lose so many accounts? Uh, in, in our particular agency, we have a lot of uh, oil and gas related business. So we have one girl who takes care of oil and gas consultants exclusively. And right now they're going through a lot of uh, layoffs and terminations. So her lost count uh, is, is going up but it's an easy way to explain it. We know that that's part of the industry. And, and you may have those as well in, in your agency. And that in a very small nutshell is uh, the employee productivity tab in analytics. Thanks, Tommy, for sharing that great story. I know it's really kind of a cool thing to be able to have a tool that'll transform raw information into meaningful data to help you and your colleagues make informed decisions. I know you and I also share a passion for data and analytics. Also, the word analytics could sound a little scary at times. I'm wondering if you had any tips or tricks or if you've been able to leverage other ACN members to help you maximize how to really get the best benefit out of the analytics solution. That's a great question, Brian. Analytics is intimidating. It, there's just so much to it. It really helps when you first purchase analytics um, applied will assign you a person that's going to help you uh, implement it and they are very knowledgeable about the product. Uh, ask lots of questions. 
Also, another thing that they will help you with uh, when you first get it set up uh, is to walk through you with a number of dashboards and show you how to uh, troubleshoot and make sure that the data that you're looking at graphically is true, correct data. So there, there are some ways that you can go in and I mentioned on these dashboards, there's a button where you can push and it will download all of the data that makes up all of the graphs in that dashboard. Uh, that is a great way to be able to go through and troubleshoot uh, some of the information. Just as an example, the premiums were not looking correct compared to the revenue in one of my dashboards. So when I downloaded the data and started going through all of the accounts, I had one homeowner's policy, that premium on it was uh, $12,500,000 instead of $125,000. We do have some high net worth clients, but I don't believe we have any with a $12 million premium on their, on their homeowners. So obviously somebody missed the decimal point in there and we were able to correct that. So there, there's some, there are some tricks to that, but once you are comfortable with that and you begin to monitor your data, you can, you can spot issues like that very quickly. And the only other thing I would say is, is when you get it, get in there and play with it and play with it and play with it and you'll get more and more comfortable with it. Those were some great tips. Before I let you go, let's expand a bit further on some of what you've shared with our listeners. What are some best practices you've identified that might be applicable for all agencies and brokerages? You know, under the employee tab, uh, especially when you have remote teams, uh, when you're looking at that uh, employee summary, and it's showing you the number of overdue activities, uh, the number of work efforts. We actually do have five employees that uh, do not work here. They work in other cities uh, around Texas. And it's very easy for me to be able to click on the employee summary tab, look at a particular time frame, and I can tell uh, you know, if somebody's very busy or if they're not doing a whole lot of activities on their, on their customers. And that way we can begin to have that conversation. I can, I can go back and talk to them about, you know, what's going on. Maybe they're, uh, maybe they've not been feeling well and, and just aren't, aren't hitting the mark or have, have a stronger conversation with them if they're not doing their job. And fortunately, all of my employees, I've, I've never had to do that. They're all, they're all wonderful, so. I wish we had more time to chat. Thank you again for joining me to share your insight. To everyone tuning in, if you have not done so already, please press the subscribe button or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It helps others find us. And remember, if you're not a member of ACN and you're looking for even more applied systems knowledge, such as the webinar we referenced, or want to connect with fellow insurance professionals like Tommy or our other amazing guests, please visit us at AppliedClientNetwork.org to join today. One final question for Tommy. Why are you an LA Dodgers baseball fan? <laughs> <laughs> oh.